So, good morning, one and all here in front of me. It's lovely to see you on this windy, but actually not that cold a day, so I think we'll probably survive. And uh, good morning also to those of you who are joining us from your homes, your kitchen or your living room perhaps, wherever you are comfortable and about to enjoy the service with us together here. Obviously, I'm sure you will all know, having waited for Mr. Johnson to speak to us for about a an hour and a half after the time he was due to speak to us last night, that uh, things are going to look again very different for the next month. Uh, I think the expectation is that next week, although unfortunately we will not be holding a service here live in the church that you can attend, a service will be streamed to your home or you can dial a service. You'll find the details for that in the Ashcroft newsletter and our Vic, our preacher, uh, Reverend Wendy Tucker, will be leading that. And that service, of course, would involve the service of remembrance. And you may have noticed that we've been asking if people can provide poppies uh, to bring in and decorate the cross. Uh, we've had quite a few. If you would like to uh, also donate some, please just phone somebody, ask somebody, and we will get them to the church. And the aim is that whilst we cannot hold the service in here, the church will be, the cross will be out in the foyer, decorated with all those poppies, red, white, purple, black, whatever colour we are given, in, mem in remembrance. Uh, some people have also been asking about the toy service. And if you have a toy that you want to be collected, we don't yet know how that's going to operate under the new regulations, just let a steward or somebody know, and I'm sure we can arrange for collection. Uh, the service next week will be streamed. I think uh, Anton and Wendy are going to work some magic in producing that, but uh, obviously this is very early days, and the details will follow. This morning, of course, we're delighted to welcome Mr. Ron Green, who is going to lead us in worship today. Lovely to see you, Ron, and Anne, over, somewhere over there. Anna, thank you for that welcome. Good to be here. And to you who are at home or wherever you may be, today is All Saints Day. And you, wherever you are worshipping, you stand on holy ground. And we also here in this sanctuary stand on holy ground. Verses 1 to 3 of the psalm appointed for today, Psalm 34. I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be upon my lips. My soul will boast in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Amen. So let us all home and near share in a time of prayer and praise. Let us pray. O Lord, on this special day, which we call All Saints Day, and we are reminded of the past, the present, and the future, we bring our worship to you. From our hearts to yours, gracious God. From the hearts of your people to you, we ask, raise our eyes 
to see your glory. Open our lips to sing your praise. Free our hearts to worship you. And so as we journey in the company of many brethren, for all of them and ourselves, we pray, lift us from the grayness of these days to see your light. Lift us to feel the warmth and healing of your love and lift us to respond to your saving power in Jesus Christ. In his precious name, amen. Things appointed in the New Testament for today, All Saints Day, are to be found in Matthew chapter 5 and the first epistle of John chapter 3. And Steve is going to read. Steve, thank you. Matthew chapter 5. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And 1 John 3. See what great love the Father of lavished honours, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Dear friends, now we are the children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we will know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. All who have this hope in him purify themselves just as he is pure. Amen. Steve, thank you for that sharing. All Saints Day. <clears throat> Saints was originally a, a Christian ideal, someone who was, in fact, a martyr. Now, when the persecution of Christians ceased in the fourth century, the idea of a saint was replaced by a devout member of religious or of, an, of a religious order. And so it was seen as someone who was close to God, able to intercede on behalf of other Christians. So what of today? Where are your saints 
Who influenced your early Christian life? I could answer that, but it'll take too long because I owe so much to people who, in spite of what I was as a Sunday school child, an awful child, they stuck with me. Even when my mother said, shall I take him away from Sunday school? And the teachers said, no, Mrs. Green, let him keep coming. And here I am. So who are the saints we remember today? Before, around us, and who are becoming saints slowly as they work towards and being the people of God. I want to offer this, something that I read in the preface of a, a book by Val McDermott, the prolific crime writer. And uh, she dedicates this to her grandparents, to her maternal grandparents. They showed me love, taught me about community, and they never forgot the shame of standing in line at a soup kitchen to feed their bairns. Thanks to them, she says, thanks to them I grew up loving the sea, the woods, and the work of Agatha Christie. No small debt, she says, no small debt. And that's how we look back, I suppose, on those people who brought us towards Christ. They couldn't make us Christians. They brought us towards and near to Christ so that we responded with our whole hearts and beings, failing, failing, though we do at times, sad to say. Now, those people of the past, they lived out their faith through hard times and good times. Think of today, those who are living out their faith and their care for the communities, people in the National Health Service at all levels, carers, teachers, visitors, people who simply listen. They are among the saints of today, I suggest. Living out the faith, as we heard from Steve in Matthew chapter 5, we have to live out this faith in the face of all the difficulties and the opposition and the indifference. It's called the Beatitudes. It's the first chapter of three chapters of the Sermon on the Mount. And within it all, as we read the Beatitudes, is this challenge to our faith. So where do we stand with God in Jesus Christ? Where do we stand? Tony Campoli, Campolo gives some lovely illustrations towards the Christian life, and he has one that I rather like by Kierkegaard, who in Kierkegaard loved to tell the story of a man who was stood on a precipice with a forest fire raging behind him, and he would, had no alternative but to go over the top. But as he looked down in the dark, he could not see the bottom. And a voice spoke to him saying, jump, I will catch you. But I can't see you in the dark. I can see you jump. That is part of what our 
faith is about. Taking the leap in faith with Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour. Now Jesus would speak about the cost of following him and he does not provide easy answers. It's a steep road we have to walk. I can remember in the Lake District years ago, my brother and I walking so many mountains year after year in the Lake District with tired limbs and struggling on. But we made it together because we were brothers and we were together. And we are brothers and sisters together today in these dark times, these gray times. We are brothers and sisters with each other and with Christ. In Jesus we work together and John 1.3 reminds us that we are children of God and elsewhere Paul talks about being co-heirs with, co-heirs with God, with him, Jesus, the Son of God, co-heirs. Yes, these are anxious days, but John, 1 John 3 reminds us we are children of God and we are held in his care. They're anxious days, aren't they? Grey days, about to become greyer still after last night's announcements. And there will be health concerns. There will be battles around us and battles within us at times. But I want to offer the words of one William R. Inge. No Christian can be a pessimist. No Christian can be a pessimist. For Christianity is a system of radical optimism. We press onwards to be the kind of person Jesus would have us be. And Paul expressed that in Philippians when he admitted, he admitted he was not perfect. We see him as perfect, but of course, he was not. But he said, I press on toward the goal for which God has called me heavenwards. And there is one who shares that journey with us, who encourages on our testing walk with him and with life and all that's happening around us. One who encourages. Final illustration. Jan Paderewski, Polish, pianist, composer, statesman, briefly prime minister of Poland, was due to play a concert in a concert hall. And the piano was all set up and her mother was there with her boy of six who was learning to begin, play the piano. And she wanted her little boy to see the great maestro playing. And as the moment ap- approached for the concert to start, she suddenly looked around, could not see her son. Where was he? What has happened? And to her horror, there he was on the stage, sat at the maestro's piano. Well, she nearly fell under the seat, of course, to the horror of her boy being up on the platform. But the maestro came in. 
He quietly came behind the boy and sat next to him, and as the little boy was tinkling away with Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, Paderewski began to play with him. And he said to the little boy, Keep playing. Keep playing. And that's the message that comes to us today on All Saints Day. When we look back, we see the dear saints who helped us to find Christ, brought us towards him and left us to accept Christ as Lord and Savior. Keep playing, they said, and they did as they said. And that's what we have to do as Christians today. Keep playing, whatever the circumstances. For there is one who is sat there beside us, walking with us, one, even Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, and our God. Thank you, O oh my Savior, for giving us your Son and leaving us your Spirit till the work on earth is done. Amen. And so we share in our homegoing prayers together. I've taken the prayers that are in this week's shared service that Anton and others kindly send out each week and they from that particular service because many will be sharing those prayers today and we'll share them with you all around as well as in this place of worship. Let us pray. United in the company of all the faithful, let us pray for the church throughout the world and for all who seek to follow Christ in this generation. Through them and through us, your kingdom come. We pray for the world and all its peoples. Let us pray for those in authority in this and all nations, that they may seek justice and peace and good things for their people. Your kingdom come. And we pray for those in need. Especially at this time, Peter Bennett, who is back in hospital with a chest infection, And we think of Angela, who is at home with her son, having had a bleed on the brain, but is now thankfully recovering well. And quietly, we add our own names to this prayer for those who have special needs. And so, Lord, we give thanks for those who minister to people in need, those who are carers and visitors and helpers. Draw near to each and all, we ask, with your healing love, your kingdom come. And we remember 
with thankfulness that in your mercy you have provided thus us with those who have gone before us. Those who played a significant part in our personal journeys of faith. And we pray for them and all the departed who have shown us the love of Christ and their own faithfulness. Especially we think at this time of Janet Edwards. And so, Lord, we give thanks for we are in the company of saints. Your kingdom come. Lord of the church, hear our prayer and make us one in heart and mind to serve you now and always. Amen. And the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. For all the saints who form their labor's rest, I want to close with a, a revision of those ancient words. For all the saints who showed your love in how they lived and where they moved. For mindful women, caring men, accept our gratitude again. Praise be to God. Amen. So, thank you very much indeed, Ron, for a lovely service.